it is likely that we are all going to face some type of setback in our lives. It could be a financial setback, a relational setback, or God forbid, a health setback, a diagnosis. The question is, what happens after that setback? How do you bounce back? How do you regain a passion for taking care of yourself, taking care of your health and your well-being and your fitness? Well, my guest today is Jeff McMahon, and Jeff faced a setback, a big one, but he used it as a positive change to regain control of his life, to gain control of his health and his well-being. In this episode, Jeff is going to share some strategies that he used that you can implement right now to bounce back. He's going to give you the key factors that drive your results. He's going to explain why prioritizing your self-care is going to benefit your children. And he's going to give you three key areas where men often struggle with building confidence and self-esteem and how you can use your fitness, your health, and your well-being to drive those three areas to areas of success and motivation. My conversation with Jeff McMahon starts right now. You are listening to the Dads Making a Difference podcast, the number one podcast for men driven to live a life of significance. Men who want to make a difference in the lives of their families, in their business, and in the world around them. My name is Cam Hall, founder of Fight the Dabot and leader of the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Now, let's dive in. Hello, my friend. Welcome to this episode of the Dads Making a Difference podcast. My name is Kem Hall. I'm your host and excited to dive into this conversation about physical growth today. Physical growth is one of the pillars of the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind and one of the pillars of this podcast. My guest today is Jeff McMahon. And while I could just talk about physical health with Jeff because he is a fitness expert and he rocks this pillar I also enjoy our conversation today because Jeff is going to talk about emotional health and psychological health and how the three pillars that we just talked about, physical, emotional, psychological, play into each other to help you live the life you want to live, to help you become a difference maker. Jeff is the founder and creator of the Self-Made Physique Movement and Total Body Construction. And Jeff has worked with some of the world's top digital marketers and elite entrepreneurs and executives, helping them master their physique while also improving their overall health, while managing some pretty stressful situations. Jeff is an expert in biohacking for optimal performance and has helped hundreds of clients improve their overall well-being, their physical health, their physique, their health, their wellness, and also, of course, we know, improved sleep, increased vitality, improving your sex drive and performance, and hitting specialized goals. I'm excited for this conversation because Jeff is going to share with you exactly how you can bounce back from a setback by incorporating physical health, emotional health, psychological health. Here's my conversation with Jeff McMahon. Jeff, welcome to the Dads Making a Difference podcast, brother. It's good to have you on. Good to see you this morning. Yeah, very excited to be here. Excited for our conversation and uh, getting to meet your audience. Yeah, excellent. I'm excited for them to hear from you too, because you know we had an opportunity to speak about a week a little bit ago prior to doing this interview, and you have a depth of experience when it comes to training and it comes to challenging people to be healthy, challenging yes. them to improve their health and live a lifestyle 
uh, that's not only healthy, but that's productive and that will push them towards whatever goal they might have goals in their fitness and goals in other areas of their lives. So Jeff, I think it'd be great for you to share a little bit about yourself, uh, your story. Tell us a little bit, you know, for you, what was it like growing up and where did this passion for fitness really ignite? Yeah. Um, so growing up, I had a mother who was an immigrant from Italy. So, and she had a lot of health issues. So growing up, I wanted to always be a surgeon to be able to take care of my mom. I mean, she had open heart surgery, breast cancer, uh, stroke, um, plethora of things that went on. But the moral of the story was I always want to help my mom. So I went into college for pre-med. Um, after my sophomore year, found out being red, green, blue, orange, colorblind, that I can't be a surgeon. So that's um, and at that same time, my mom had a stroke and lost use of the left side of her body. So doing therapy with her for three years, I was like, I really like this side of um, helping people. And so after college, got into um, personal training and just fell in love with it. Um, I liked being able to help people with injuries or goals or basically the biggest thing I love to see is people smiling because they were confident again. They felt sexy. They felt good. They liked um, how they looked in the mirror. Like that was a big thing for me was just to see people smile and their genuine thank yous at the end of the day. Um, and fast forward, you know, been a trainer for over 15 years of own personal training studios, good old COVID shut that down. Um, I've been doing virtual training. So everyone that works with me does one-on-one uh, -on -one training from their house while I'm at my house. So it's via Zoom or FaceTime. Uh, working out, you know, garage, basement, bedroom, living room, wherever they want to work out in um, to stay healthy, stay fit, but also to just be convenient. That way there's no excuses of travel, traffic, busy gym, no equipment available, all that kind of stuff. So um, I got two boys, 18 and 15. Uh, one's a finishing freshman in college. One's finishing freshman in high school. And I got divorced in 2019. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Okay. So the last couple of years have definitely been a transition for you. When I think about, well, you mentioned it, the global pandemic, right? It shut down a lot of in-person facilities. A lot of people were struggling at that time, but it was also, a, it opened a door. It opened yes. a door for um, anyone to access training. And I saw I saw this on my side with Fight the Dabot. It was you all of a sudden got people reaching out to you. And I'm sure you found the same where we're like, well, I was never really able to get to the gym because of my schedule. But now I'm in my house, not going anywhere. We're not traveling. <laughs> we're not doing anything. It's time to dive in. Uh, yeah. What did you notice in that transition where you went from, like we call it in business, the brick and mortar to more of the online space? Were there consistencies amongst the people that you were serving or did you notice a difference in their mindset when they were coming in? Um, the biggest thing I noticed, because I've been doing virtual training since 2013. So I was kind of a pioneer way back when um, Zoom was just being started, Skype yeah. was being started, that kind of thing. The biggest thing was now everyone knew what virtual training was. So that way it got easier to have the conversation about working out at home and things like that. Um so that was a big thing. And then people also with the pandemic started to prioritize their time. So without having to drive, get in your car, sit through traffic lights, go to a gym, wait for equipment, get back home. So much time is wasted when you can literally in 30 minutes, get an awesome workout, be done and still be home to go back to work or go run the kids somewhere. Whatever you got to do is a lot, lot more 
ability to be consistent. So that's why I always tell everyone is when you're consistent is when you get results, when you get results, you're happy. So how do we get you to be consistent? You know, you have accountability and you have convenience. That's pretty much what I sell is accountability, convenience, and obviously knowledge, but those two things get people the results, what they're looking for. Amazing. As a dad, you're doing this, you're doing this online through the pandemic, but I just think in my head at that time, you likely had a 15 year old and a 12 year old who were probably doing some schooling from home at the time. Was that the case for you? Yeah, that was the case. Yeah. So you had them at home, your dad, you got, you got this business going. What did you learn about yourself through that transition where you went from, you know, you had the brick and mortar gyms, you said, you know, you, you got out of that to purely going online. What did you notice about you, maybe your training style and the connections you were able to, to make with your customers, with your clients? Um, the biggest thing I valued from going to purely online was whenever I had a break or whatever, I'm home so I can do more things, um, be with my kids or whatever like that versus being stuck in a brick and mortar from 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. There's a lot of time away from the family. Um, so that wasn't really ideal for family life. It's a much better balance now um, to be able to to get the kids, do fun things with them and things like that. Because even if we go on a trip, I can still work in the morning and then go, you know, fishing with them or whitewater rafting or whatever they want to do. But it just it allows more family time, which was a huge, huge bonus and help for for me, especially with the divorce and everything to to still get that connection and bond with the boys. Yeah. It, I I have to say this, Jeff, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, you know what I'm saying. But if you're listening to the podcast on the platform, and you're not seeing Jeff right now, you're thinking to yourself, well, yeah, this sounds like a good story. The people watching are like, there's no way this guy has an 18 year old. Like, this guy looks like he's 29 years old. Did he have these kids when he was 11? Like, what is going on here? Like, man, you are fit. You look young, you take care of yourself. Like, I had to say that when you popped on, I was like, there's no way he's got an 18 year old. Well, okay. So truth be told, my kids are my stepkids, but their real dad abandoned them seven years ago. Mm. So when I first got married to their mom, they were 18 months and four. And so now fast forward all these years, it's always been me and her, like I said, their dad, bio dad remarried, moved to another state and literally hasn't physically seen them in seven years. So give them $20 at Christmas and 20 bucks for their birthday. So I'm the one teaching them to swim, how to ride bikes, how to drive cars, apply for college, dating, you know, all that kind of stuff. So they're, they're my boys all in all, and I'll be with them forever, divorce or not. Um, the only difference is they don't have my last name. That's incredible to, for you to be there. And I know we chatted a little bit, you know, when we chatted a week ago, you said, I'm really passionate about helping people become a positive role model for their kids. And now that gives me some context because that, you know, it gives me some context to know that history of like how you raised those boys, right. And how you were there for them. So what role does taking care of your health and prioritizing that have in setting a positive example, being a positive role model for our kids? Um, Pretty much two parts. A, me being healthy allows me to have more energy to do fun things. Like mm-hmm. we went to the Grand Canyon last year for spring break. The year before that, we went um, boating and water skiing and things like that. My kids like to do outdoor fun activities, and I don't want to 
have my health or my weight hinder me from doing something fun that my kids want to do and make a memory. Um, this year we're going whitewater rafting and fishing. So like, you know, being able to be fit and able to do adventures with them means a lot to me and to them. Um, the role model side, uh, both my kids play sports. The one in college doesn't anymore, but he likes to go to the gym and work out and just they're short. I'm six, three, my 18 year old's five, seven. The other one is like five, eight and a half. And, um, so confidence for my older son was all about going to the gym and being more defined when he looks in the mirror, just so he feels good in his clothes and doesn't feel small when going out on dates for girls or making new friends at college, things like that. Cause of his height, um, it doesn't bother him on a day-to-day -day basis, but the working out helps his confidence in that part of things. And we can't lie as guys, the older you get, that doesn't change. You know, I've yeah. worked with business owners. I've worked with professionals, workplace wellness type things. And a lot of what you hear, and I'm sure you've heard the same and asked you a question about this. You've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs. There's, there's this confidence piece and it's not an arrogance confidence. It's just a confidence in you can control your body. You can control what you're doing and you control your energy. What have you noticed? You Tell us a little bit about your experience in, in your working with entrepreneurs and business owners in building that confidence and being able to balance the demands of maybe being an entrepreneur or business owner with the demands of taking care of yourself and prioritizing your health. Well, um, from the entrepreneur side, I've noticed three different areas. Like one guy, now that he's become successful and makes a really good living, wants to travel, wants, I mean, right now skiing in Japan, wants to be able to go backpacking through Europe for three months, like wants that physical side of life to travel. So he works out three days a week with me to be able to be fit and healthy to A, increase his vitality, but B, be able to make what he calls, you know, the perfect life, traveling and doing all these fun things. The other ones um, have come up with like, the kind of like my son, like wanted to He's on stage in front of 5,000 people, doesn't want to feel small in his clothes. So when he fills out his shirt more and pop, you know, has a bigger chest and, and feels bigger in general, gives him the confidence to be in front of an audience and rock it out like a champion versus being timid and shy and stuff. And like with same would also go with um, being in front of the camera. A lot of people fake their smile or d wear different clothes to try to hide what they really look like. And, and that hinders their business because they're not out producing content. They're not out in front of more people. So it really shuts down what their growth potential is versus when they feel good, feel sexy, feel confident. They're out there with photo shoots all the time, you know, social media posts, doing YouTube videos whenever they can, because they love that the way they feel in doing so. It's amazing how much of an impact that has, how leaders, especially who have taken care of their health, one, they're being a role model and they're inspiring others to do the same. But then they think, man, I, I lead better. I have better conversations. I'm more present. I'm clearer in my thought. I sleep better. Like All these things play into what you said before about confidence. So I love you sharing that. Um, when men read this podcast is directed to men. I know there's women listening to this too, and they pass it on right. to their husbands. Hey, you need to listen to this. But when men come to you and they're asking about health, when they're asking about uh, seeking out your help and your guidance and taking control of their fitness and their health, what are they saying? Like, what are they coming to you with? Hey guys, I wanted to take a moment and talk about our community of DMD brothers and the DMD mastermind. We are men who help each other to stay 
focused and intentional in our pursuits of personal, professional, physical, financial, emotional, and spiritual growth. We are a community of men who bring courage, wisdom, and transparency to unfiltered conversations that challenge us to be more impactful men. To be, dad's making a difference. We do this through our online and in-person events where men come together to speak into each other's lives and then turn around and do the deep work to create change in their families, in their businesses, and in the community around them. If you are wondering if this community might be right for you, you can find more information on the DMD Mastermind, and you can also book a call directly with me at dmdmastermind.com. Now, let's get back to our show. What are the Coming to me with, a, everyone wants a quick fix, like how can I get in shape in three months or whatever like that. Um, so they come to me wanting to fix their dad bod, or most of it is have more energy and feel sexy again. They don't feel sexy when they're um, naked, like not naked, when they're at a beach taking their shirt off. You know, one guy was like, oh my God, he's a vice president of this billion dollar company. And he's like, this is the first time in 16 years I've had my shirt off at a beach because I've been overweight and never had the confidence to do so. Like that was huge for him. And because of that, he's now body surfing with his kids and doing it more often, you know, they're just, they have much more family adventures than just being hiding all the time under um, clothes and things like that. Um, And then a lot of the other ones are coming into, you know, divorce is a big thing. You know, me being divorced, I I know how that is. So they want to be able to put themselves out there in the world again. And it comes back to confidence. They don't feel confident the way they look to go and ask girls on a date or whatever. So that's another big point of where it's never talked about in the marketing, but pretty much confidence is the biggest thing I help people find because that's, you know, the underlying thing that everyone always comes back to. Amazing. Uh, What are some of the common pitfalls that men will come across in this journey towards confidence, this journey towards it's a self-confidence, right? And I think there's a part of it where we start and we look for recognition from others and we look for acknowledgement from others. And then maybe that's how the journey starts. You want to be on stage. You want people to recognize that you take care of yourself. But then you get a little bit hooked on it and you're starting to, you make a shift where you start to do it for yourself. What are some of the common pitfalls that a guy could fall into in his journey, in his journey to optimize his health? gain that muscle mass and, and gain that confidence? A lot of it comes down to mindset, to be honest. Um, you have to really think about how the brain works. So usually when someone comes to me or whatever, hires a professional to work out with, they're, they have a big pain point. I'm divorced. I want to start dating again or want to have, you know, get on stage, whatever it ends up being to, to start. But then as they work out and they transition, now that pain point has dissipated So it's like, okay, well, now I'm going to sneak in drinking again. Now I'm going to sneak in extra pizza at night or whatever. And then they start to creep back up. And that pitfall is just being comfortable. And it's not saying, you know, you know, I I try to tell everyone live life in the majority. Like there's seven days in a week, be active at least four, you know, do other things the other three, but you don't have to be in a gym seven days a week being diehard. But you have to have a balance. But the main point of it is, yeah, it's it's looking at how your mindset is to be consistent. Everyone that 
stays with me for 10 years, 12 years, whatever. It's all about the accountability. They know without me, they're probably not going to do it on their own. So they stick with me because, you know, oh, they get fit. Now they want to start doing tennis more. So they we start doing tennis workouts. They want to do a triathlon. So we start training for that. Like new challenges come that they didn't think they could do before. So we're always moving into a a direction forward. Like one guy last year wanted to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. I'm like, all right, let's start training let's for that. that. Yeah. So it's like, different things you didn't think you could do now you're able to do so it just keeps spiraling forward and forward in that direction when you have a good trainer that knows how to do all those different things in your experience do you feel that those you know i don't know if you call them checkpoints or goals that people have maybe it's a three-month goal i want to climb mount kilimanjaro i want to run a triathlon i want to you know get on stage and compete like whatever they do do you feel it's these checkpoints or goals are important in keeping them motivated in their journey? Um, I do. And I don't, because mm -hmm. a lot of people, when they have something like that, like, Oh, I want to get ready for the, my beach body in two months. Okay. So you get ready right. for the right. beach. Then you're what, just going to stop working out after that and just, yeah. you know, turn terrible and stuff. So it's like, you know, I like to allow people to have the body of what they want. And then, mm. like I said, start picking up tennis now, start going for a bike ride or whatever. But it's always a continual thing of, you know, me and my wife started, you know, traveling more and we're going to start, you know, checking off all these boxes of places to go. I want to look good in a bikini all year round versus, um, you know, just two months out of the year kind of thing. So once they realize that it has to be a lifestyle, because everything we have is temporary. I mean, yeah. you're only in shape as long as you are working out. Once you stop working out, that is going to go away. So you can't ever, you, this just has to be your healthy lifestyle forever. Otherwise, and that's not your goal and you don't want to be healthy is completely fine, but it isn't a, oh, I got my three months and then I'm done for the rest of my life. It has right. to be something you do all the time. Yeah. That consistency is key, you know, yeah. and it's consistency in anything we do. You know, if we want to uh, run a business more efficiently, we have to be consistent in the little things that we're doing. If we want to have better life at home and relationship with our kids, we need to be consistent and present with that. If we want to get to where we need to be or want to be in our health, you need to be consistent in that as well. Yeah, there's uh, a great quote about that. Sorry to interrupt you. No, but go, it was, no absolutely. Um, um, motivation doesn't last, but bathing doesn't either. That's why we recommend you do it daily. Yeah. So like that's <laughs> a good analogy of yeah. you take a bath or shower every single day because you want yeah. to be clean every day, similar to what you should be doing with your healthy lifestyle. I love that. <laughs> I love, I'm, I might use that. We're going to put that, that quote under the show notes, because I think it's so key for, for guys. They're going to be like, what, what does this mean? And then they'll dive in. Um, Jeff, we, there's a lot of messaging out there for guys right now. And some guys buy into it and, and appreciate it. But there's a lot of like raw, raw, masculine, grow a beard, throw an axe, grow a pair, be a man, you know, type masculinity out there. But do you feel that a man's like natural masculinity, his confidence, let's go back to that for a second, that masculinity is tied to how he takes care of himself and his health? Honestly, yeah, I would. Because a lot of those people that are saying that usually are people that are working out and um and have that as some part of their lifestyle um and i mean i'm not as far as like oh i'm bigger than you so i'm gonna be a bully i don't want that masculinity to be out there and that kind of over arrogance but if you look at the 
confidence side of that person being able to even say that and be out there and open for whatever criticism comes that that takes confidence that takes um, self assurance and self awareness to know what you are able to handle and what you can brush off a lot of people can't deal with negativity at all and it and it boils down to insecurities and different things and and so I want everyone to be as strong and happy in themselves and whatever that looks like but um so I like I agree with what you say to a point that it isn't bullying or arrogance. Yes. Excellent. You know, you've been at this for a long time. And I'm always curious, like you see people who are driven, who want to help others. And I was reflecting on this actually just this morning. And I was, this is a new question. This is not one of the ones I sent you, but I'm going to ask it anyway. And I was reflecting on this. I think as driven guys, like we often will add, add, add to our plate. So we will have an idea and we'll go with it. Or we want to, we have, we want to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. So we'll just like run with it and we're all in or nothing. I've been, I've been challenged to ask myself and I want to ask you this, what have you been able to remove from your life in your journey uh, that has helped you to progress faster than if you were to add to your journey? Does that, I hope that makes sense. Like what have, what you have been I been able, able to remove? Yeah. What have you found that you've been able like, you're like, I removed this and this actually was holding me back and it let me progress in the pathway that I wanted. And I think about perhaps your clients. Are there, is there a point in their journey where you, you say to them, you need to remove this. And if you remove this, you are going to accelerate your results. Or I think of being a dad, you know, you know, you raised those two boys, you did all those things with them. Were there things that you removed in your life that actually have helped you progress in your journey? I mean, for me personally, removing the brick and mortar was a big um, step forward into progressing my life to be 100% happy all the time. Like I love everyone that I work with. I have um, a lot more freedom with my time. So, you know, before it was always I'm not working at the gym, I'm not making money, you know, therefore traveling and trips and all that was very hard in my head to wrap around wanting to lose money and have the expense of a trip on top of it. Um, versus now we can travel and I can still work some play some and it's a it's a better balance for that. So we have um, more things planned and that stopped as far as a dad goes. Yeah. Um, and as far as like people go and their health go, a lot of people I know, um, once they realize carbs, and like the way that they're eating is overabundant on one aspect or another, whether it's alcohol or too much bread and pastas, like they have bread for appetizer, and then they have pasta, and then they're having a cake for dessert, like it's just a lot oversaturation on that. Once they realize the nutritional piece, that really catapults almost everyone, because like tidbit for your audience, you you gain or lose weight, usually based on nutrition and sleep, and then you work out to be able to build muscle, be confident, increase your vitality, but the weight loss or gain is usually mostly through food and sleep. So if you sleep seven and a half to nine hours a night, you're going to burn the most fat you can for your body. If you're eating healthy and lower calories, you're going to lose the weight or to whatever your goal might be. But working out by itself, that's that big switch. I always try to like instill in people right in the beginning is you have to be doing the food part. Otherwise, you're not going to get to the goal of what you want to get to. I love it. I love what you're saying. And you're speaking my language right now, because yeah. when, you know, in Fight the Dab, we would just always say food is your foundation. You know, we'd actually talked about the five uh, parts of health, but the first three, it went sleep, then it went food, and then it went exercise. And then we talked about stress and we talked about vitamin, minerals and water and stuff, but like yeah. sleep and food 
I agree. Take a huge part of that. And I hope if you're listening to this, you will prioritize those instead of thinking that you can get to where you want just by working out and eating anything that is in front of you. That's right. not going to work that way. Um, you know, Jeff, for you right now, what do you do to keep yourself motivated in moving forward? What, what motivates you to continue doing what you're doing? In health or in business? Just general, in business and in health, in being a role model to those boys, what motivates you? Um, what motivates me in business is just keep trying to always grow, to have more success one year after the next, or or at least plateau one year and then build the next year or whatever that looks like. Um, so my fiance, she's also a business owner as well, does real estate and owns some cheerleading gyms. And so we help each other on that part to map out, grow each year, see what we can do and plan is always a, as a nice thing to have as a, as a partner in life. And then the, um, health wise for me, um, I'm a black belt in Taekwondo. So I love to, I always want to still be able to kick someone in the face. I joke with, but like <laughs> be able to be flexible, be functional. My workouts are very based around, um, body weights and I'm, I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder by any means. I want to still be able to be agile. I used to be a certified rock climber. Um, so I like to climb a lot and I just want to still be able to do those things for as long as I can, whatever that looks like to be. Um, I've broken 16 bones in my life, so I'm probably going to have arthritis at an early age, which I'm not looking forward to. So that's the other piece that I want to avoid is any arthritis. So the more, more your body's in motion, the more you create your synovial fluids to help your joints work. So I try to be active, you know, we have dogs, so we walk the dogs every day, work out. I work out about three or four days a week. I don't try to, like I said, I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder or anything like that, but I just want to be functional in my life and um, and be able to just have fun with my kids. Excellent. And so if there was an area of growth that you're focused on, something that you're challenged with or something that you run up against, um, what area of growth are you excited about right now or that you're focused on? Um, business part. So, um, my kids are getting older and they've seen dad had a business now since 2013. So, um, I'm starting a online Shopify store with my fiance for clothes and t-shirts and different things. And I want them to be a part of it so they can see, yes, you're in college, but you can also have a side hustle if you want to. I mean, your future is what you make of it. You know, being a business owner, whatever you want for your future, you make it for yourself. No one's giving you a paycheck or paying your bills for you or anything. So um, that's the big thing I'm excited about is doing something that isn't fitness, something that they can help with. My younger, or my older son is big into graphic design and uh, loves clothes. So getting his input is is super helpful. That's excellent. If someone's listening to this right now and they want to connect with you or find out more information about you, Jeff, where can they do that? Um, selfmadephysique.com is where they can go. There's a calendar link. You can just schedule a 15 minute call. I love just doing chats because that way I can meet yeah. people. That way I can answer people's questions. And if an whether or not, I mean, it's nothing is a sales call. It's all about most people come on there, honestly, and they're like, Hey, you know, I know you do 15 minute calls. I was just looking to see how can I, um, uh, fix my knee issue that I get going on. Cause I'm an orthopedic rehab specialist. So I do a lot of injury rehabs. That's a, a lot of people come on for my back hurts or, Hey, if I want to lose 10 pounds, what can I do? And I'll ask them what their daily eating habit is. But 
yeah, I just love to do um, connecting with my calendar at selfmadephysique.com. Excellent. Jeff, appreciate you. Thanks for taking time uh, this morning to spend with us and to share your expertise with us. And I uh, wish you all the best. And hey, if you're listening right now, go check out Jeff's stuff, selfmadephysique.com. We'll make sure all Jeff's stuff is down in the show notes. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Dad's Making a Difference podcast. I hope you found value in today's show. And if it made a positive impact on you, please share it with someone you know, leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. I'm Cam Hall. Thank you for spending time with me today. And I will see you on the next episode of the DMD podcast.